freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 288 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. And I'm the other guy, Dan Todd. Our theme today is surviving an unprovoked attack, and our guest is Michael Waller Sr. Michael is the youngest African-American federal firearms licensed dealer in Illinois. He is a CEO and owner of an online gun store, MJ's Firearms LLC, and Protect One Outdoor Range and Training Facility. After surviving a self-defense shooting with his son, he had further motivation to become an advocate and trainer for gun safety and the freedom of law-abiding citizens to bear arms to protect themselves and their family. And, and he strongly encourages all firearm holders the importance of maintaining firearm training, education, and acquiring the skills necessary to survive. Thanks for being on the show, Michael. Oh, thank you. Uh, welcome to the show. And welcome to, welcome to the little guy back there. We see him sneaking around. Hey. Hey, buddy. Hey. Look at you. And look at you here. We're seeing you in double. Is that him? Is that you? You didn't have any teeth there, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, they grew in nicely. All right. <laughs> hey, yeah, make sure you guys be quiet, okay? Sorry, I'm going away. Okay. All right, baby. Yeah, oh, that's, man. that's my little guy right there, MJ. Priceless, priceless. You know, it's oh, yeah. so funny. I was thinking, you know, women... We grow up, we get married and we change our name and, you know, men never do that. But then it was like, I kept noticing the senior on the end of your name. And mm -hmm. I'm like, yes, they do when they, when they have a, a son and then they pass their name along. Yeah. So you, did you name the gun shop after your son? Yep. MJ's firearms. My business is named after my son, not me. A lot of people think my name is MJ and it's not. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> called me MJ and I'm like, that's not my name. That's my son's name. Uh, awesome. <laughs> so I named it after my son. Yeah. That is fantastic. Well, as I uh, showed, I held up this magazine, this concealed carry magazine where you, this amazing cover photo, um, which all by itself is just beautiful. Um, father Thank and you. son. But then the title of the article, why he trains father and son. Oh, your son was there when you survived this unprovoked attack. And I hate it when I'm interviewing people and asking them to relive the worst moments of their life. But we learn so much uh, from those experiences vicariously. So can you just kind of tell us what this is all about? Oh, the concealed carry. Oh, I feel very honored too. Uh, big uh, shout out to uh, Mike over at uh, USCTA. Uh, USCTA is a great company. They um, or Law Shield and a few others reached out to me, even the NRA 
Um, but it's just something about US, USCCA. I really like um, how they how they how they structure their their uh, company there, the way they, how they reached out to me, how they you know just how they engaged with me and my son and the things that they did. So I feel very um, appreciative of you know USCCA and you know their business. Um, the the magazine article kind of started um, a while back. Um, this shooting happened in 2019, uh, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, it was the 27th. Um, I was involved in a self-defense shooting that happened in Chicago. Uh, it was around maybe four o'clock in the afternoon. I was coming from a training event. It was held in St. Louis, Missouri by Kevin Dixie. Uh, no other choice firearms training. Yep. It's called Train and Learn the Industry event. It's a great, really, really great event. It's kind of similar to the WALF. Um, they kind of have similar, you know, curriculums, um, uh, but different. Um, and that was my first uh, initial, like, training event, actually, with guns. Uh, very grateful, not even knowing 16 hours later, I was going to be involved in something that was going to change my life and my son's life. And um, four o'clock afternoon, excuse me, too. I'm sorry if anybody can't hear me with this mask on. I have allergic reactions. I want everybody to know that. Uh, but four o'clock in the afternoon, I was walking. I was in Chicago with my son. Uh, we were going to see my girlfriend. Um, it's like the southwest side of Chicago. It's not too far from uh, the local like uh, county. Um, jail and stuff going to go visit her um where a gunman approached us in the alley i was uh had my son in my right hand when he approached me he assumed i was in a gang or you know a gang you know just some kind of you know gang and when he started approaching me throwing up gang signs he pulled out a firearm with his uh off hand so i believe his left hand uh no i'm sorry his right hand and his left hand he's throwing up gang signs starts to approach me i feel threatened I immediately grabbed my son and I shielded him and put him behind the house. He was about, even as I shielded him in Chicago, everything is very small. Kind of like uh, if you've ever been in New York City, you'll probably understand uh, how it is. Uh, so like everything is really, really, the houses and everything is really close. So as I, you know, kind of like pushed him off to the side uh, and kind of, you know, shielded him behind some cover, uh, I then went, go for my gun. And as I go for my gun, he, uh, you know, shoots off around at me. Uh, my son is kind of traumatized and he was, you know, froze up. I, uh, immediately when I heard the round, I, uh, returned fire shooting him. Um, didn't go like the movies. I thought when you, if somebody gets shot, they just fall out. <laughs> That's not really what happened. You know, as I shoot him and, you know, he's still moving and, you know, we still, you know, exchanging gunfire at each other. And, mm. you know, I kind of sidestep, uh, behind the fence and get, uh, some slight cover and, as he, you know, I guess he stopped shooting for a, slight, for a brief second. And when he picked his head up, that's when I shot him. Uh, and the only spot he had available, which was his head at that moment. And he, you know, laid out there and he later died in the hospital. Um, I believe he was pronounced uh, dead on the scene. And they actually were able to get him, get his, I guess, his heart back going and put him on life support. And he died three days later in the hospital due to, you know, gunshot to the head. And, um, it's unfortunate. Uh, I'm a Christian. Um, I don't ever think it's right to actually really kill someone, but uh, I do believe it's necessary at some times. And this is one of those times. Um, I feel very grateful to uh, NRA. They fought for um, our rights to uh, get concealed carry about six and a half, seven years ago. I'll say seven years ago. I'm getting old. <laughs> about seven years ago <laughs> about seven years ago they fought for our rights to get concealed carry here in this um 
in Illinois. It's a non-gun friendly state. Uh, we actually got it. So I feel very grateful uh, at the NRA. Uh, a lot of people are kind of on the fence with them right now. I know they didn't make some of the best uh, decisions, but uh, I don't believe no one organization is always right. You know, they did do some good things and that was a good thing and ended up, you know, saving me and my son's life. So very grateful for the, you know, NRA fighting for our rights and, you know, fighting for my right to actually have a gun and carry it that day. Wow. That is just incredible. And uh, I guess where my brain goes is, I mean, this is a traumatizing event for you and your son. So there's, there's gotta be some, you know, emotional aftermath. Um, how, how is your son? How is MJ? MJ, uh, well, you've seen him. He's still a happy-go-lucky kid. <laughs> we did seek uh, some uh, like Christian counseling after. Mm -hmm. I still go uh, quite often. Not so much as him because he's so busy with his e-learning school stuff. So he really doesn't have a time to uh, sit down with a counselor. I still, if if I notice, I watch him very closely. We're very close. So uh, if he does anything, you know, strange or if he's, you know, his his behavior's changing, uh, you know, I go back to that and think like, hey, you know, let me let me let him speak with a, a counselor or someone who can um, help him out because he may be suffering from, you know, some you know, PTSD or something like that. Um, a lot of, I want to speak on that. A lot of, um, a lot of people think uh, PTSD is just for people who were either in the military or, in a, you know, they, it, it happens. It's, it's, a, it's a mental issue and it's happening all over the world. And, you know, that is a, that is a really, you know, traumatizing event for me and my son seeing someone you know actually having to physically shoot someone in the head and then walk up to him and see his head you know with a hole in his head. yeah a lot of yeah. you know it's 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 definitely traumatizing uh if you're if you're not traumatized by something like that you're probably not human um because yeah, for, sure. for anyone you know that's that's a pretty big deal so um my son and i uh after just dealing with it after it can be challenging at sometimes because we, uh, me and him both, at least not him as much, but me, you know, he didn't really actually see the guy. I kind of shielded him because I didn't want him to see that. Mm -hmm. He didn't see the things I actually had to physically walk up there and actually see. Yeah. Um, it, it is different for me because it, I, I think about it all the time. Um, I, I sometimes, you know, I have my mind kind of took, picture memories you know um i don't even know if you ever heard of something called the tunnel vision mm -hmm. but if you're in a situation where you're really traumatized like that but you're focused and you're actually moving you can sometimes get in what you call tunnel vision and you know that whole time um i kind of play back the, the the you know the memory of what happened but i only have pictures sure. so that kind of it, sometimes it kind of bothers me because I feel like you know, hey Mike, what really all happened? Because everything happened so fast, but it went so slow in my head. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you kind of I, sometimes I feel kind of confused on you know what actually happened. You know, still to this day, I don't, I still cannot believe how someone uh, can you know be in a shooting or anything like that and actually remember what happened, uh, at least for me, at least. I, I just feel like that's almost impossible. I, I, before I watch the TV shows and stuff like that, and you know, I'd, I'd be like, you don't know what happened, you were right there. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's too much well, going you, on, your heart rate, it it's, yeah. it's, way, it's way too intense. So, and after the shooting, 
you know, me and my son, we just, whenever I feel like I'm going through hard times or I feel like I, uh, I'm having issues with it, I, I just go back, you know, and look at, hey, you know, my son, this is what you yes. did it for, you know. Uh, I spend a lot of time with him. If I feel any kind of way, I just go and hug him or we go out to eat and, you know, it kind of makes everything better, you know, even without going to a counselor because, you know, that's that's what I did it for, so. Michael, I'm, I'm so yeah. sorry that you had to go through what you had to go through and I know the pain's there and it will always be with you, but the 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 good side of this is that, could you imagine if you wouldn't have had a firearm, if you wouldn't have been able to defend him, that you would have left your son fatherless or worse than that, that your son would have been uh, killed in that event. And you would always say, what if I would have done this? What if I would have done that? Mm -hmm. So you're very blessed that you were able to have the knowledge and the tools to protect yourself, but it does carry a lot of weight for the rest of your life. And I'm sorry you have to go through that. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, like we were speaking you know, earlier about just having the right you know, to uh, carry. Uh, I couldn't imagine not having a gun, you know, now. Um, people think, uh, especially what's going on in this day of time with our new president and, them, you know, going after our Second Amendment rights and, you know, going after just, just targeting just, you know, gun, just the whole gun control thing is crazy because a lot of people don't know. I actually, I'm from Chicago, south side of Chicago, to be exact, Morgan Park. Um, criminals, they don't, you know, they don't obey the gun, you know, you know. Control. It, 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 they just go right around it. They're going to get guns regardless. Um, that guy, he had a gun illegally that day. Mm -hmm. if, I, if I was not, if I did not have the right to, to still carry my firearm, like you said, I would have, I would have, you know, my son would have been potentially dead and me too. And, uh, you know, someone else, you know, potentially. So, because they, you know, he had a gun regardless. You know, his gun was, you know, illegally uh, purchased. He had a criminal history as long as my arm. <laughs> yeah um it wouldn't affect him so i'm grateful that you know i had that right and i did have a gun on me that day because if not you know it went definitely sideways for sure yeah. well michael i i want to talk about some of the good things but kind of the weird things in your life too like at 23 your brain's supposed to be at a really high peak and we're supposed to know really what's going on in the world and you decide to become an ffl dealer <laughs> and we, Do we are need FFL to talk dealers Do so we, we need understand. to talk because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i mean the, the stuff you put yourself through to become an ffl dealer <laughs> come on yeah uh well Especially you got in illinois I, 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 yes oh jesus christ there you go thanks <laughs> in illinois that's the biggest task too uh a lot of people think you know if i was in arizona like you guys you guys are in free state if I was in Arizona, it'd be a whole lot better. But <laughs> you guys understand that, you know, the the, the stuff we go through because you guys are FLs as well in Arizona. Yeah. AZ Firearms, right? Yes, thank and, you. Yeah. Um, you guys understand. It's 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 insane, especially here. The gun laws are very strict. Uh, at 23 years old, well, let me let me back up a little further. Um, this is going to be a long interview, I think. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> back up a we got the time. <laughs> back up a little further. Uh, I start. The reason why I got into the gun community, uh, or even got into guns, was because of my son. I named my business after my son, MJ's Firearms. Is Mike Wallet Jr. Firearms. Uh, I was 18 years old, uh, 19 years old. Excuse me. Uh, my son was born. I was not ready for a kid. I wanted to go to college and play basketball and do other things. Um, wasn't always loved guns, but I was never really, you know, into guns like that um i got into guns you know right after high school um 
I always loved them and we had guns in our house, not a lot, but we had, you know, we do, I understood the importance of a gun. I respected it too. But um, my son encouraged me to get a gun. I walked to a gun shop. It was local. Um, it was in Plano, Illinois. I bought a, uh, I went in Illinois. There's laws where you cannot purchase a handgun if you're under the age of 21. You have to have a FOI card. It's like actually a gun card you got to have in order to buy a gun. Um, you can only buy long guns. I'm 19, barely 19 years old. I walk in, I'm thinking I'm going to go in there and buy me a, you know, a nice gun I can conceal carry for my, and have with me everywhere I go with my son. Didn't work that way. They're like, well, I'll go to purchase a Glock uh, 19 or whatever gun. I think it was a car nine or whatever uh, handgun. And they told me I couldn't buy it because I wasn't 21. I was confused. He told me I can buy a rifle. So I bought the rifle. It was an AR-15 built by uh, a, a local gunsmith uh, called Jonas Hagos. He, he, he started an AR-15 manufacturing company in Yorkville, Illinois, which is the neighboring you know, city uh, called Civilian Force Arms. Uh, ended up working for them. Uh, started off uh, doing gunsmithing uh, there. I went to gunsmith school, AGI, it's American Gunsmith Institute. Started, you know, learned, got certified in building ARs. Um, as I was working there, I ended up working my way up to lead armor. So I was like ahead of the whole, you know, armory back there. We was building all the AR-15s and polymer like handguns and like 1911s and things like that. Right. Uh, that kind of that kind of got that's so that's what kind of got me into the whole gun industry thing. Um, went to shot show, met a lot of people. I seen you there before, but I didn't I didn't probably know you at that time. And I think seen your husband too. But I was 19 years old at Shot Show and having a good old time. And uh, that uh, they went out of business like maybe three years later, unfortunately. Uh, when they went out of business, that's when I started mine. I was about 23. I got my FL, ended up applying for it. I was kind of nervous at first. I didn't know really how to, you know, I, I knew little things, you know. I, I watched the company there, how they did transfers and how they packaged that, put the FFL license on the, on the box. and with all the you know, customer's information in a box, the A&D books and logging the guns out and logging them in and, you know, things like that. I ended up speaking to a, a, a local friend who had an FFL for over 20 years. And he was like, hey, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. You know, they, they you know, you all you got to do is just keep, take care of your books. Make sure you got your guns logged in. Make sure you, you know, you feel, they're filling out their 4473 forms and their 3310s and you got your FOIA card and driver's license and receipt. And, you know, as long as you do, as long as you do a background check on them, a next check and you're good to go. I'm like, okay, that sounds really easy. He's like, it is. I'm like, I'm like, so what's the net, what's the downside behind this whole thing? They're like, well, the feds can just come in and, you know, knock on your door anytime they want to. And, you know, ask you for this, this and that. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> and being a young African-American male, too, we, you know, I, I don't I, I don't like throwing the race card out there, but we, I know where we live in. Yeah. Uh, it can be difficult at times. You know, a lot of uh, I actually had a run in. I actually never told nobody about this. You guys are probably the only ones that do know now. Uh, but I actually had a small run in where uh, I was in Chicago and I was handing out business cards. Uh, the officer didn't hear me, Chicago police officer. He didn't hear actually hear me uh, or see me giving him a business card. He just heard I was selling guns. Mm. And it was actually a big thing. They ended up uh, coming to my house and they were like, well, we heard you sell guns. And, you know, there's multiple police officers out there. I'm like, well, hey, man, you know, I'm doing it the right way. I have an FFL license. He was like, we don't care. We don't know what an FFL card is. I was like, FFL oh. card? 
part. What are you talking about? <laughs> they had no idea. A lot of cops, they uh, especially in Chicago, I, uh, I, I, full, I respect, you know, brothers and sisters in blue all the way. Don't get me wrong. Um, but at the same time, they should know their job. Hello. Yeah, they, they should know. Yeah, they should have. <laughs> they should have knew what that was. I ended up showing them my FOIA card and concealed carry and driver's license. They seen I was never arrested or never even had a speeding ticket. Still to this day, and they um, still wanted to, you know, find out what I was selling and you know things like that. It it, it got so far that they even called the ATF and the you know, ATF was like, "Hey, he's good. You know, we yeah. know." We, <laughs> Leave him alone, you know. <laughs> I told him like, you know, get out of there. He's he, he's legal. He he does have an FFL card. Yeah, <laughs> like we're gonna have to get ours, babe. We never FFL card. We've been in business for nearly yeah. twenty years. We don't have our card yet. Yeah. Oh <laughs> no. my gosh. Yeah, they they didn't actually know what that was, but uh, <laughs> it's just it's things like that that you know you unfortunately oh good you guys didn't have to go through that but that's things that i deal with uh being a young african-american and you know and a sure. not unfriendly if i was in arizona to be honest with you it probably would never happen oh but True. it is not easy still but but then so you you're 23 and you have an ffl and then you open a range come on yeah. michael come on <laughs> he is a sucker Come on, punishment, Michael. Michael like, is. What can I do that can get me more regulations? Right. But you know what? Yeah. I just watched a video that you put on Facebook about the, the range because it's an outdoor range. And you're just getting ready to build it, right? You're up there on the whatever the thing is, removing trees and like, oh man, I'm like that. <laughs> he is cut from the same cloth we are, you know? If you oh, want yeah. to right, get in there and Get your hands dirty. Do it yourself. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I, uh, it's called es the excavator. Yeah, I was on that thing, and uh, I. That's that's another thing. Uh, FL is one thing, but starting to be honest with you, I honestly think this whole range thing is almost just as confusing as the FFL stuff. It's it's challenging, yeah. especially doing it, uh, you know, by yourself and not really having all the support, you know, or someone else, you know, like a business partner or something like that, you know, it's, it can be challenging at times, but uh, yeah, new range uh, owner in Knoxville, Tennessee. I bought the business with it. It's called Protect One. So it's an uh, outdoor shooting range. Um, we got a 200 yard range on there now, multiple pistol ranges, uh, nothing really fancy. It's just um, uh, a plot of land. I was always a goal of mine to buy some land and uh, coming from, you know, you know, I was actually, as a kid, I wasn't, I was a whole lot more fortunate than a lot of other kids that, uh, that grew up in, you know, in, uh, Illinois or Chicago, whatever, uh, a whole lot more privileged than uh, most, most African-Americans, even kids, they, uh, they grew up, you know, in their homes without their father and their mother at times. And it's unfortunate, but that's the, that's just what, you know, what it is now. But, uh, I had my mom, my dad, uh, definitely, uh, appreciate them because I definitely would, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be able to do any of this stuff without my parents. So my mom, my dad, dad was always there. And my mom was always there, you know, right by my side, you know, whatever I needed. And definitely grateful sisters, family, big, you know, supportive family. So it's, that's awesome. it definitely made the difference. Cause that's, you know, I, I, at times I, I have to humble myself and be like, Oh man, Mike, you know, if, you know, if they weren't there, you truthfully told you, you probably wouldn't be doing all this stuff. And on top of that, yeah, you know, you'd probably ended up like what the rest of the people that's, you know, it's out the end of the city of Chicago. So it's a blessing, you know, 
to be absolutely so are you are in your family are you the weird gun guy or is everybody in your family kind of like yeah we we kind of get this whole self-defense thing uh they, they do now um even when it first started, like I was the, the basketball guy and everybody did. They were like, man, I like that what Mike does. You know, that's really cool. And I kind of, people kind of gravitated towards me whenever I did things. Cause I always, I always did it with a lot of passion and a lot of uh, confidence. So uh, when I trained, when I actually switched over to guns, they were like, what? <laughs> a, a, a year later, they're like, everybody has guns now. Awesome. Fantastic. And they bought and it from you. <laughs> my family guns is the norm now. I encourage not just my my immediate family, everybody in my family, we can talk about guns. We can have guns at the dinner table. It's just normal. I awesome. love they it. Probably, they probably won't they probably won't admit that, but that's because of me. Well, <laughs> we, we won't tell anybody. Yeah. Just, just our, our listeners. But um you're an influencer, and that's the thing that I try to help people understand is that you know, if you just you know, talk to your sphere of influence, where whatever that is, how big or small it is, people that really don't know anything about guns, it's so easy to help them, you know, understand, take them out to a range. And now you're building a range. So you're going to be able to help other people influence even more people. It's a, it's an amazing thing. And, and just congratulations on that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, that's, that I, I appreciate it. Um, the the range uh, is it's a, it's a work in progress, but um, it's I, I definitely it's 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 been it's became a new passion of mine. Um, I got encouraged. Uh, what encouraged me to get into firearms training is obviously surviving the shooting. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to you know this new range you know opening and. Um, shooting and training on there and you guys got to come out sometime i love it uh, i'll be hosting an event august 14th and 15th uh if you guys are available uh, it's an invite only you guys are more than welcome to come well, thank you you're awesome i will check the calendar and we will talk off air so does that mean then you you have moved or you are moving to knoxville knoxville no uh, uh i'm actually i'm not i don't i want to move to chattanooga tennessee that's my goal uh, we bought this house here in Illinois, um, right, literally months after the shooting, because that was, you know, our goal to get, you know, outside the, outside the city limits. And um, I have to just, I would say most, I'll say it's probably more so like my funding. I'll have to make sure I have enough money to be buy houses there and there. And I don't, I don't know if I have the funds right now to buy multiple houses in different states and, you know, in ranges and stuff like that. It's a lot to take in 26. Oh, sure. so I got to uh, kind of budget myself. Here, hold on one second. Go back there, man. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you no, you right. learn in school and stuff. It's a, <laughs> We're all but, doing uh, that. I, I yeah. have my grandchildren here at least two days a week with that computer jabbering away at them and them doing independent learning you know yeah. you know it doesn't work like that at all <laughs> if i'm not sitting right there my granddaughter's like oh i've got something to do in the other room so i get it yeah 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 so sorry, sorry i lost my whole train of thought behind that now so uh, but yeah well you were thinking you were thinking about you know you're going to move to tennessee Tennessee, yeah, you get, just yeah. the funding and making sure you can budget everything. I mean, yeah, and Chattanooga is—that's my goal. I want to do that this year, um, but I, I just realized it's kind of like 
I don't really have to be there. Uh, I'm setting the range up. My, my vision for the range is just to be a safe space where uh, like-minded people like us or uh, firearms instructors can go there to train and like host events and stuff like that. Right. So all I want to do really is just rent the range out in the space for other people to come and shoot and rent, you know, and train. Uh, I want to put a steel building on there also where it's like a big team room where, you know, we can come there and, you know, wind that, you know, just wind down after, you know, training and stuff like that. Like, you know, probably like put pool tables and lounging area in there after shooting. Okay, man. Absolutely. Yeah, so. Well, you know, most we've been, we've been married 36 years coming up in April. We've been self-employed pretty much that whole time. And, you know, multiple different small businesses that, you know, only one of them actually crashed and burned and, and didn't end up doing any good at all but um you baby step it you baby step it and the reason that most businesses do end up crashing and burning is lack of financial you know like do you have a cushion so i think you're very smart to be uh keeping that in the forefront of your mind about you know not just getting impulsive and just being like oh it'll all just work out i'll just get nine mortgages you know so <laughs> plus the amount of plus the amount of knowledge you'll gain uh, while you're building your money up, you're going to learn things, you know? Mm -hmm. And so don't be afraid of, you know, it just takes time, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. it just takes time. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, well absolutely. This has been awesome. It sounds like you have things happening over there. And, um, I am just so excited that you, you had the time to come and talk to us. Uh, I know you were just at this, this waft, uh, training, and I was thrilled that the date that I needed you, you were actually back from that and available. Um, so can you tell us just a little bit about that? Like, what is the WAFT training? Is that something that's open to the public? Is that something that um, is just an industry thing? Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, man, so many things I can tell you about it. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's a great facility. I mean, big shout out to uh, Phil and Di uh they're great people i mean immediately the moment after i met them it was like 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 family like i'm like and these people are great i'm gonna actually post a picture later on uh and give you guys a brief story um or how i felt and you know how i feel about even you know their training facility it'd be posted on my instagram page mj's firearms at uh 33 so wow tactical disneyland they definitely lived up to the name uh it, that place there is actually a magical training facility. It is insane. <laughs> a lot. Uh, one thing I actually love about it, and I actually told die in person in front of everybody, a lot of training companies, and I understand not everybody believes in, you know, God and stuff, but before we do anything, before we eat, they cater, die's husband, you know, cooks every single time you're there, breakfast and lunch. Before you do anything, it's a, it, they, they immediately, they pray first which is great you know yeah. a lot of people diana and ryan muller yeah three gun yeah. competitors yeah great people i mean they do it all and you know that is very important uh a lot of training companies and even training events and brand ambassador academies whatever they don't do that and that's something i feel like that needs to be done if you know that's just that's just my opinion now to the facility part the facility is crazy you have multiple different uh, locations where you can train. They have the blade room, they have the low light room, they have um, 
the uh the range room actually it's the rifle range room um it's a actual it's a range outside but the in, there's a uh, half of it is inside and they can open up like the you know the actual the door and you can shoot from inside outside it's insane low light room it's all these different lights it challenges you i was killed like four times in there <laughs> you got uh the um the actual i believe it's so what's the name of that um I, f- I forgot the name of the actual room but uh it's right next to the low light uh low light room but that's where they do the uh like the actual uh utm rounds training or like the simulation where you can actually you put on the mask and you walk through it's like um you put you in like real world situations i was killed like four times in there too i still got bruises all on me <laughs> training there but uh it was great um and you're probably the only one there that actually did survive a, a real life um, encounter, and then you, you're in this training thing, and and you know I'm you're getting kicked off. off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the crazy thing is, and Phil didn't know this. I, I I didn't I didn't put it against him, but he actually put me through a situ uh, uh, a situation where a scenario where it was exactly what I actually went through in real life, and he didn't know that. And that was the only one I actually did pass. I and I killed him for sure. <laughs> like I, I've got experience here, right? Yeah. It's like not my yeah, first I'm rodeo. Like, I'm like I I know this one. <laughs> oh right. man! But it, it was it was it was it was great. Uh, they they cater. I mean everything. I mean immediately after training, it was a hot day. We got ice cream, mm. all you can eat. It's mm. cool. You can literally jump in the pool after you get done training. Uh, there's a there's pistol ranges here, rifle ranges there, and um you don't have to walk anywhere they give you these uh carts and you can just drive all over the property um jesus you got i mean the people there the the uh this the, the network they have there is insane uh, i'm shooting on a range with three gun beth and uh awesome. jerry michelak and lena michelak it was just insane uh, i was shooting i'll tell you a small story i was actually shooting in the pistol range and um <laughs> don't tell don't tell jerry mitchell like this but he pulled me to the side and he's teaching me some stuff and it was his daughter just got done doing a small class with us right she's a smaller frame she has a different technique of shooting she's um oh you got to get your stance here everybody practice this and she's so you know uh you know she's like our stance our stance got to be right uh because i'm not as strong and da, 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 da. you gotta lean forward and you gotta have a good grip and i'm like all right, uh, so I'm doing it, and then I go train with her father. And her father's like, "Why are you doing that?" <laughs> he's like, "He's like, you don't have to do that. You're too strong for that. All you all you do is point the gun out, have a good sight picture, pull trigger." And he sat there with like an hour and a half, two hours, just you know, working with me. And it seems like that. Like I would have never thought, like, "Hey, I'll be on the range of Jerry Mitchell, like, and we'll be shooting." And wow. He's gonna teach me and pull me aside for a whole hour or such and you know actually show me how to run a gun. Wow. Crazy. Like a ser- like pinch, like pinch yourself, right? Yeah. It's real life. The people you meet there, it, it was insane. Uh, I felt so comfortable. It was actually mostly women. I actually never trained with a, in a class that was actually 80% women, and that was actually really great. Um I thought that was really dope. I, I loved all the women that was there. Uh, it was a great opportunity. Um, I go, uh, actually, Diana, Diana, she actually 
had me speak in front of the class and tell them about my story. Because when I was there, they were like, oh, I saw you at CCA. I saw you in a magazine. And I'm like, oh, man, that's great. Uh, But a lot of them didn't know the in-detail story. And when she when she uh, had me speak in front of the whole uh, class, um, ever since that situation happened, I never really shed a tear. I was like, oh, I'm all right. I cry like a baby. I cried yeah. like a baby that day. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually, but it felt good. I was yeah. like, man, though, you know, and I was just super happy because it happened when I don't care who it happens around, but it happened in front of all those women. I turned my head, I looked my head up, and they're all crying. They actually, you know, <laughs> they asked me another question. And I started, it was just, it was a mess, but it was great though. I mean, awesome. I, I definitely appreciate uh, Diana uh, for that. I mean, that was, that was I definitely, that. I needed that. Yeah. And it, I think, I think the ladies, you know, probably needed that too. When you share something like that, they all came up. Oh yeah. Such a bond. They all start. I looked up and they're all, all the women are crying. All glass. But it was a great, it was a great time. Uh, If anyone uh, has not uh, trained there and is looking for, uh, that's actually, it's called the ambassadors Academy. It's actually Mm -hmm. uh, for people who are, uh, Two A influencers or uh, ambassadors in the gun community. Uh, even if you, even if it's not about your Instagram following or anything like that, if you feel like you have that gift, or if you want to, if you if you call yourself an ambassador, go sign up. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't let that price uh, uh, discourage you or you know run you away. Uh, mm-hmm. It's worth every single dollar. You got five days of training. Uh, I believe last time I looked, it was thirty five hundred. Uh, it's it's worth every penny. I believe it's, that you, you get you get so much out of it. Um, it's 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 definitely something you you won't get anywhere else. It's different. Um, I talked about uh, Kevin Dixie his event. That's an event in itself. That's 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 a KD's event. You're not going to get that event nowhere else. That's just KD. I uh, get to speak at that this year. I am super excited. Great. That's great. Yeah. See, uh, I mean, but that's an event you're only going to get there. Uh, mm-hmm. Walt is an event you're only going to get there. That's, it's mm-hmm. only certain people, you know, a certain, mm-hmm. you know, events that you, you're going to have. And those are, you know, some of the ones in the Walt is definitely it. You can't, um, don't let it discourage you guys. I mean, if anyone is uh, wants to get into it, go check out, uh, go, go check out the, the Walt on Instagram. They actually have a link to their website there. You can sign up for um, uh, any of their classes. They have not just the, uh, the Ambassador Academy is only, I believe, held once a year. I think they're planning on changing that to three times a year. Uh, but, uh, right now I believe it's only one time a year, but they have classes and stuff like that, where you can sign up for even less, uh, you know, lesser money than that 3,500, where you can get a lot of those same, you know, you can learn a lot of those same skills and actually go take some of those classes. So, um, it's an investment, right? It's not, it's, expense, it's, it's, it's investment an investment yourself into your business. So I encourage everybody to go, uh, train. So a uh, huge shout out to Diana and, uh, uh, Phil and all of them at, uh, Walt, those, I, I encourage everybody to go train them for sure. Man, and I got to get there next year. I got to clear my calendar somehow. All right, yeah. we need to wrap up. My goodness, Michael Waller Sr. Tell folks how they can follow you and your journey. Well, you, you can follow me at uh, Facebook at MJ's Firearms LLC, uh, Instagram at MJ's Firearms 33, uh, now TikTok at MJ's Firearms 33 as well, and then uh, YouTube at MJ's Firearms. What about your website for your, your gun website shop? It's mjfirearms.com. 
that's okay. uh, online. So you can go on there if you guys need to purchase. Um, if you guys are interested interested in purchasing handguns or rifles, anything like that, ammunition, accessories, and things like that, I'll have it all listed on there. So you can ship a gun directly to my house, huh, Michael? No. <laughs> I don't no. think so. I, I, well, <laughs> it, it, that was a tricky question because I'm thinking like most FFL of FFL to FFL, yeah. <laughs> FFL to FFL. I was about to say, yes, ATF was going to come knock on my door like, <laughs> I, I, I know if you had an FFL registered to your home. I was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> but no, <laughs> not to your house. Well, I can ship one to your gun shop, seriously. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, well, we've got to get our FFL card before we can do any yeah. of that. So we're yeah, going yeah. <laughs> to... Fantastic. Thanks, Michael. Thank you very much. Thank you, Michael Waller, MJ's Firearms. We so appreciate you. Thank you. God Thanks. bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, my stars. He is so awesome. I just love him. We got to meet him uh, in person at at one of the SHOT Show. Uh, it was kind of a an announcement party for uh, a friend, Argo J. He was um, unveiling a new AR platform uh, firearm. And uh, just, I don't know. Like he said, you just admit that you meet certain people, you just feel a connection. Right you know, a familiarity and a family feel. And he definitely is that. But he has an FFL. How smart can he be? I know. Like, <laughs> no. what, what are you doing, you know, with your life that you want to put yourself not only with the FFL, but then the range. But you know what? If the next generation, if the younger people aren't doing it, then the other side wins by default. So right. you no. go, Michael. We are proud of yes. you. We're excited. Um, and we will, uh, definitely be trying to check out that thing in August that you're going to be doing. Right. We're, we're running kind of long, so it's time to say goodbye. All right. We shall. All right. So thank you so much again to Michael. Uh, thank you to our amazing listeners all over the planet. Uh, if you want to watch any of our shows, the video version, go to, uh, ops lens smartphone app. YouTube until they kick us off, uh, or GunStreamer. Those are the video platforms that we're mostly found on. And then the audio version, go to our website, gunfreedomradio.com. Click the on-demand tab and binge listen to your heart's content. Darling. Darling. Um, if you want to learn more about our guests that we've had on, our subject matter experts, uh, click the guest tab. There's photos and bios and links to all the works that- Oh, my. <laughs> that's cute i kind of like that um that our guests have done uh, and been involved in and um until next time what are we gonna do now's the time to say goodbye now's the time to pray for our nation yeah. we need to pray hard like okay. double duty prayers for he reals. said duty he said duty um pray for our leaders yes pray all, for our leaders all of them down pray for all every even that one even the ones you don't like. Even that one. Maybe especially the ones you don't like. Triple. Triple. All right. Be good to each other. Have a great week. And